some people say, well, God don't care, you know, the decisions you make, what school you go to or whatever. That's just kind of up to you. You're not reading your Bible. And I'll tell you this, there's people I know that teach that God don't have a specific mate for you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. I said, yeah, he does. So wouldn't you want to wait just a little bit longer for the right one? Let let me help you with this. I don't know how many people I'd be talking to about this, but I'm going to say it because it's on my heart. If it's the person God has for you to be married to, could your waiting uh, cancel that out? If it's God, it's going to happen. In fact, your waiting can only intensify its possibilities. <laughs> Come on. Because as you wait and you watch, the, 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 the witness in, in your heart gets bigger and bigger and brighter and brighter. But if it's not God, it gets smaller and smaller and dimmer and dimmer. The problem, the reason why we make wrong decisions in life is because we, we, we don't wait. And the reason we don't wait is because we don't have faith. We don't believe that God could send us someone. But I'm getting 40 now. God could send you somebody at 40 just as quick as he can at 23. Can you believe him? Would it be possible for me to get in sin, to get in a hurry and, and, and get in relationships with wrong people? Yes, it would. Because people have everything to do with your future. People have everything to do with your destiny. You, you don't want to have friends that are wrong, much less someone that you have said I do to and vowed the rest of your life to. Till death do us part or rapture, you know? I mean, that's... you. you you, are, you do not think that you can have the same relationship with God that you have if you marry someone who has a lesser relationship with Him than you do. Do not fool yourself into believing you can maintain your relationship with God. Much less go further. But now I'm a pastor, I've got to say this. God can turn the thing around. I said God can turn the thing around. The Bible instructs believers in the churches on how to win their ungodly husbands. Now, you may not have an ungodly husband, but really, here, we do the same thing with the word ungodly as we did with sin. We think, oh, man, just some terrible, you know, wicked person like the Joker or something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mob boss or something, you know? No, it's just a person who's not pursuing the things of God with their heart. They love God. Who knows? I mean, if they died, they'd probably go to heaven. But they ain't doing nothing for God. They don't have no passion. They don't have no ambition for God. You know what I'm saying? But, it, but the Bible teaches that the wives can win their ungodly husbands by their conduct. Not by their preaching. Not by their uh, Bible thumping. Not by their nagging. The book of Proverbs talks about a nagging wife. And, and it, it, says, it says in the message translation, it says that uh, it's better, or not in the message, but it says it's better to dwell in the corner top of a roof alone than in a house with a nagging wife. But we just need to move on right now. Anyway... <laughs> The message translation says this, and I love the message translation of it. It said it, it's better to dwell in the corner of a rooftop alone than in the house with the drip, drip, drip of a nagging wife. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm talking about? That not, not the drip part. I can relate to the drip part of the faucet, and that's all. 
Bueno, <laughs> just for the record, you know, we're, we're recording. So, um, but, and wives don't mean to be nagging. And what they're saying is true, but they don't need to hear it from you. I said what they're saying might be true, but they don't need to hear it from you. A man needs to know and feel like he's making his own decisions. And even if he does the right thing because you told him to, he still feels like he's just cowing to you. Huh? And if he does it because... Oh, boy, I'm preaching now. if If he does it because you nagged him to do it, even if he does it from his heart, he'll never be convinced that you believe that. And a man needs to know that you trust his heart. He'll always wonder, does she think I'm just doing this because she was nagging me? A man needs to know and have confidence that his wife trusts him. Amen? And so, you know, um, you can win your husbands just by your conduct, not by nagging, not by preaching, not by inviting them to church every single week. But every once in a while you say, hey, you know, honey, you got that open invitation to church. You missing out, boy. Bye. <laughs> huh? I mean, you're not downplaying it. You're just not nagging about it. You know what I'm saying? And pray those Ephesians prayers. My gosh, put your husband's name in there. Put your wife's name in there. Whichever spouse it applies to. You know, uh, it's, in fact, though, the majority, it is the husband. I said the majority of the time, it is the husband that needs to step up. Why is that? I don't know. Women just tend to be more spiritually inclined than men. But you also do hear a lot more about witches and warlocks. So. <laughs> I mean, it's just, a t- <laughs> you just thought, it, I was going real, it was going real good for a little while, wasn't it? No, but on a serious, a serious note, though, I mean, it's true. You, you hear, who do you hear more about, witches or warlocks? Witches. I mean, it's not that a man can't be one. It's just that, man, all they care about is the football game. But there's a few men out there, you know, that, that'll pursue the things of the Spirit. That'll get in contact. And women, I'm telling you what, women love God. Women love God, and they can't understand why their man can't love him like they can. So they're thinking, boy, come on. And that's, that, they're not trying to be nagging. They're just like, I just can't understand. How could you not love him like I love him? Amen? But that's where the Ephesians prayers comes in. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. You're trying to get something done on your own with that nagging. And it's not going to produce a desired result. It will not do it. But if you will pray according to the Ephesians prayers, Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3, in those prayers, it says, Father, I ask that you would, in in putting it in in, in second person or whatever, you know, or third person, you could say, you know, Father, I I ask that you would grant unto my husband, unto my wife, put their name in there, that you would grant unto them the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of yourself, that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened. How many know some things could change in your husband's life if his eyes were open? Amen. Who do you think stands a better chance at opening them, you or God? 
So I'd, I'd rather pray about it than try to uh, get, a, get, some, uh, you know, get a jack and try to op- open them up myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, my wife tries to get me to take these little healthy pills and they're like a big, you need a straw, you need a, like a, a thing to shoot them down. They're like a big rock, man. And, and it's like, and it's like, you know, I, I know they're probably good for me, but I don't, I don't want her doctoring me. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Before she leaves, if she knows I've had some symptoms, she'll say, here, you need to take this today and you need to drink uh, like just five gallons of water right here. And she's already got it made up for me. And, you know, and, and it's, and it is, it's not that that's wrong, honey. Thank you. I mean, she loves me. It tells me she loves me, but it's like, you know, it's too much pressure. <laughs> It's just too much pressure and those pills are too big. I don't want to choke on them, you know, but you love me, you know. (laughs) But anyways, uh, fish oils and all that kind of stuff, man. I'm telling you what, but um, what was I talking about? (laughs) Yeah, you know, you want to you want to win your husbands by your conversation. And 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 in the in the Bible, when it talks about your conversation, you got to understand we only think of conversation as our words. But conversation the greek word for conversation is our life and our mannerisms not just our words but our mannerisms amen your your conversation has more to say about you than your words it's referring to your mannerisms and your attitudes your motives amen and so you just praying for your husband he don't even have to hear you praying him but if you'll pray him and walk in love with him and do your part. Well, he don't deserve for me to do my part. Well, when do you want that cycle to end? When do you want it to end? Besides, now you quit doing it as unto the Lord and you thought you was doing it for them. Do I need to say that? Did y'all get what I'm talking about? I said, whenever you start having the attitude, it's like, well, when they change, I'll change. Now you forgot what you, who you were doing it for. It's the Lord that rewards. Amen. And the Bible says you can, if you really want your husband won, you know, you, first you're going to have to refuse to be bitter. You're going to have to refuse to, to, to uh, get in offense and unforgiveness. And you're going to have to pray that thing out yourself. And then you can keep it out real easy. But you got to daily do those things. Pray those Ephesian prayers over yourself. We want to pray them for everyone else. Our boss, our spouse, come on. Uh, but, but we need to pray them things over ourselves. What did Jesus say? He said, get the, get the, before you try to take the speck out of someone else's eye. And that's what we're doing with those Ephesian prayers. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> oh God, open their eyes so they don't be so stupid. Oh, God, open their eyes so they don't be so mean to me. Come on. No, get the beam out of your own eye. Father, I ask that you would grant unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. There's something I'm doing that's not right. I need to know what I need to do differently in my life. Grant unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. That the eyes of my understanding would be enlightened. There's something I'm not quite understanding or things would go a little different, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not going all wrong because of them. I'm sure I have something to do with it going wrong. You've got to get to that place. If you don't, you're in pride, you're arrogant, and ain't nothing going to happen for you different. 
pray those Ephesian prayers over yourself. And then in a heart of love for their benefit, not yours, you pray those prayers for them. Because we seek and desire the best for our spouse. Not so they could change and make life easier for us. 